Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Welcome back to Talkville, folks. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining Tom Welling, Ryan Teas, Michael Rosenbaum here. Thanks for having us. Yes, this is very exciting. And I want to say thanks to all the patrons out there who make the show possible, who give back to the show. If you love the show, if you're wanting more episodes, go to patreon.com slash talkville, become a patron. And uh, thanks for the support. And if you're just here to listen, hey, thanks for the support. <laughs> so uh, if you didn't get a chance to call into our hotline, leave a question for this episode, make sure you do for future episodes, because they get they get full. These messages, this the, the hotline gets full, Ryan. How full? Full. Like people are leaving messages uh, and all that info and more is down in the show's description. Uh, if you go to talkvillepodcast.com, you can get a bunch of cool merch, artwork signed by me and Tom is a limited amount. There's like, I think 20 left. So you want to get those. Let's get into season four, episode six, Transference. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. We love them. We got to get those guys on the show. I always love those guys. Guest star J.P. Minot as Edgar Cole, Margot Kidder as Bridget Crosby. Uh, synopsis, Freaky Friday meets Smallville as Lionel and Clark switch bodies, and the now imprisoned Clark must figure a way out. Um, I know before we started watching this episode, for a long time, Tom, you, you think this is one of your favorite episodes, and now you're kind of second guessing it. And after watching it, I really like this episode. And I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I, I Listen, I I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. <laughs> it, <laughs> like I do. Like you, when you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Uh, and I don't think I'm the same. But what I remember about this episode is it was such a fun experience to play such a character and look at the other character. Like, Red Clark is Red Clark. Like, that's cool or whatever. But to play Lionel Luther and look at John Glover at, in in a scene, like, you're stepping up your game. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. just... You gotta, you gotta like bring your A game for sure, A plus game. And yeah, you don't have a lot of time, guys, to prepare for this. They're they're saying, hey, the next episode you're gonna act like John Glover. Oh, you have four days. You have four days while you're shooting. The yeah, while you're shooting the previous episode, you get the script four days ahead of time. While you're still shooting, it's yeah. crazy. And I was this close to having to play John Glover. You could see in that scene, but you saved the day, Clark. Clark saves the day. <laughs> Episode begins with farm boy tossing the pigskin amongst his cows. Clark's football fantasy gets interrupted by his father and coach Jensen, Jason, who lets him know a college scout will be at the next game. <laughs> and the good news is short-lived, however, when Clark begins to receive head-piercing signals, again causing him to flee. We then cut to a scene at the Kansas Penitentiary and see Lex visiting his visibly ill father. Lionel tells his son that he doesn't have much longer and that this visit is their goodbye. And he says, I love you. I love you, son. Son. 
And after finally admitting he loves his son. This is a big issue for you as a person in your, in, in your podcast. Your dad has never said he loved you. So I have to ask as a fan, this is a scene about a father saying that, but also like not being honest. He's trying to like give you something that. He's trying to hurt me. Will take your life away from you. He's trying to charm you. So like, what was it like in that scene? Like, were you aware of it at that time perhaps or not really i think there was part of me that was like i believed him that's why i put my hand out and i was like wow he's never said this before and i'm just so blown away that he uttered these words however uh unrealistic or it was something lex always wanted to hear and he was lost in the moment and um you want to hear these things you know that they're never going to happen and when if they happen it's it's you're you're taking it back and so it was crazy. Yeah. At the same time, Clark is allowed to waltz into the prison. He uses X-ray vision to notice Lionel has a Kawachi engraved stone in his grasp. Clark rushes in, throws the visiting table, preventing Lex from being touched by his father. However, doing this allows for Lionel to grab Clark and seemingly swap bodies. Clark is Lionel. Lionel is Clark. This was awesome. This was really cool. The effects, the kind of the, the slow motion, the spinning, the, you know, it just everything that was happening. It was uh, it was intense. What ruined it for me a little bit is this is not the Lionel, this is not the Luther Mansion, okay? What you see is Clark rushing into a prison and guards opening up doors for him (laughs) to get to, like, they're opening doors for him to get to Lionel Luther. I don't know. I I just. It was unrealistic. But for some reason, I just let it go. Everything happened so fast that I didn't have time to think. Isn't he on the list? He's been to visit in prison before. Yeah, maybe Lionel, he's on the Lionel's list. got a yeah, list of people. Lionel's if, got a if long Clark Kent shows up, you just open up the secured five doors to get into a maximum security prison. Could have been Lex, Chloe, Lois Clark, Lane, Chloe, Lana, maybe. <laughs> no, Chloe. <laughs> I was almost jumping to Trump there. Chloe, which a name that gets so, dropped in this episode. It does. Did anybody else catch that? Mm-hmm. Cunning Clark explains away his behavior to his son, best friend, and the two leave the jail. Tom, want to hear all about the prep set, prep and onset work with Glover during this episode, or did you just kind of wing it? Did you just kind of like say, I'm just going to go for this? We we had, uh, this is going to sound weird, but the honest truth, we had separate processes, and I would do it differently now. Um, I did my thing, he did his thing. We didn't, we didn't talk about it. If I was in the same situation now with another actor, I would have... I would have a talk. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how can we both do this? Um, but no, we had separate processes. Processes, as the Canadians say. Processes. And he he stayed very still. Like, this is not a secret. John will tell you this. He had trouble not doing much. But what I also saw him doing it was being very still. And one of the things that Clark does, because he doesn't know what's happening, he's still moving around and what John did was he just kind of stood still, if you know what I mean. And I, yeah. I would say this in front of John, don't get me wrong, but like he he talks about how it was hard to play Clark. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. But it was, uh, I think it, look, I think it played great. Um, after Lex gives Clark a ride home, Clark goes on to ask Lex if he feels guilty for locking up his own father. And Lex senses something strange about Clark, but the two go their separate ways. Clark goes on to meet up with his father doing farm work. He approaches hands behind his back and is shocked to hear Jonathan requesting that he lift up the tractor. And this was really cool watching you go, wait, I, I could do this. Uh, you're kidding, right? No, uh, quit messing around. Clark, did you know, did you the notice truck. 
But did you notice when he lifted up the tractor, all of a sudden there was a light source underneath the tractor to like light his face? No. Did you notice that, Ryan? Well, they, you mean practically, right? Practically. Like he lifts it up and all of a sudden there was a light coming from somewhere underneath a dark tractor. There's no lights underneath the tractor. Symbolically, I mean, listen, it has to happen. I get it, but I was just taking, I don't know. I mean, while while you, while you naysay yourself, Tom, I had so much fun watching you do this, by the way, just like you inhabiting John's mannerisms. It was, look, I I know I'm on record as saying, I I don't like like when the personality switches, like, and when I saw the title of the episode, I was like, oh shit, here we go. But this was different. But this was two characters and two actors who I like, and I, I was watching you guys do each other and I was, uh, tickled. I was, it was really, really fun to watch you, you, you do like it. You like watching them do each other. You were tickled by I, I, watching them do each other. I was tickled by other. watching them do each other. It's exactly what I want to be on record uh, saying. Dude, this was... <laughs> back in jail. Thank you. <laughs> back Thank in you. jail. Lionel Clark is in the cell observing the Kawachi wall of weird that has been constructed. In walks his cellmate, Edgar Cole, <laughs> who is surprised that Clark has been trapped into the body after Lionel used the stones of powers and not Lex. Edgar shares that A, he is an expert translator who has been framed. B, Lionel is dying of an incurable liver disease. And C, combining all the stones unlocks a place of ultimate knowledge. I thought this guy did a good job, but I wish uh, Marshall would have honed him in a little bit, brought him in a little bit. Like he was a little bit too. They could have made him a little less. It got a little annoying and it was like, oh, he's playing this guy. And so I felt like directorially, I, I think we could have brought him down a notch. Did you think that? I, I, I agree. I think there was a repetitive use of silence that the that that the actor did with just like the stuttering. Could have, yeah. That character should have been like on a thought, on a thought, off a thought, on a thought. Not just like not just stumbling. He's not a stumbler. Like he's onto something. Yeah, it just should have been something like, well, if you see the the stars the the stars aren't aligned in this and you're um, in this it. image and and then they are what do you think about that R- well i right I, and then subtly I, I i don't know and then maybe but there was all it was a little busy it was a little busy yeah it was a little busy yeah. but uh who knows that night in his loft clark lionel is admiring his new physique shirtless in the mirror attempting to liquidate his bank account shortly after martha walks up clark tells his mom she's beautiful starts to get flustered and they hug it out and clark does this weird that was hair, awkward does this weird hair sniff thing uh making uh him shoot fire out of his eyes and they both head inside, and Clark receives another visit from his coach, Jason. Hey, Clark tells him he's not interested in football anymore. Blow it off and the shot Mets at a scholarship. win the World Series. <laughs> this Jonathan Clark back padding was was it written or ad lib between you two? As it that was me. You patted him on the back. I liked it. I, I that could have been just like John the no, actor I, being no, pissed. No, I you. They, they don't. They don't write that stuff. They liked it so much they had to move the camera to catch his reaction to it. That's how I remember it. But I, it was me effing with John, and John went with it because he saw what was happening. But yeah, it wasn't written. I love it. The next day in prison, Lionel pleads to Edgar for help. They get interrupted by other inmates who decide to play who wants to beat a billionaire. The big one. And proceed on jumping him for money <laughs> owed. Back in Smallville, we see Clark inside the torch trying to log into the Luther Corp system unsuccessfully. Chloe walks and starts getting uh, mysterious questions from Clark about what Lionel would do to her if he was out. Clark goes on to get creepily close, negs Chloe, and then leaves after calling her Miss Sullivan. 
Super creepy. God. Ugh. It was creepy. Well, that was, was the creepy. drop. I love you when you're about to a kiss her things. and he goes, not a chance or something. It's it's so, it, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Tom, you're doing a great job of being real creepy. Yeah, you played em- creepy really well. Embodying this old evil man. So yeah. you got to take on mannerisms and establish them very quickly of the other character. In a film, you can do that. In television, the problem is you shoot out of sequence. So the scenes that I tried to establish mannerisms of Lionel Luther, they weren't necessarily in, in sequence to what was aired. Right. This was one of the scenes where I really did this on purpose with these two characters. And I, I thought it was effective, um, but I wish it would have landed earlier in the episode so that you you knew what was going on. But, oh, I like how you're figuring it all out as you go on. It just worked. It oh, just good. worked for me. Because the bat pack was like, this is what sons do. Yeah. Yeah. Right? This is, <laughs> he, has yeah. No, he has no idea. He has yeah. no idea how to be a son. He has no idea how to interact with people. Yeah. Don't be hard on yourself. Over on the couches, or sorry, in the coach's office, Lana meets up with Jason to share some research she did on Countess Thoreau. Lana gets uneasy after sharing how she was burned as a witch. The two embrace, and a nearby Clark uses super hearing to eavesdrop on their conversation. He then walks into Jason's office to find the two making out, leaving shortly after with new ammo for blackmail. And the next day, Clark goes to pay a visit to Lionel in jail. Clark flaunts his newfound powers, and Lionel is helpless. Clark then asks Lionel to record the passcode for voice verification. To his banking or else he will kill X. However, when Clark goes to retrieve the funds later, he finds out that the $57 million has already been withdrawn. After the call, Lana walks into the barn to follow up after Clark barged in on her and the There's coach. A lot, there's a lot going on already in this episode. There is. Like, and it, the scene in the prison took 18 hours to shoot. And then when you watch the episode, it's like two minutes. Isn't like that the whole always riot the case? thing was all one day. Yeah. The, the tape recorder scene? When Rick goes up to Glover and says, you owe me five grand. That's oh, yeah. a shorter scene. But yeah. then later, then there's the prison riot. That was 18 hours we spent there that day. And, it, doing and that. it probably was about three minutes of filming of, of actually footage yeah. you see. Talkville is brought to you by Good Chop. If you haven't heard us talk about this, uh, this, this is unbelievable. This is an unbelievable company. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on schedule i cooked some of these steaks and it was the best meat i've had and i'm not i want i'm gonna name drop but i went i won't name drop. i went to my friend skeet's house and we barbecued and i put these on the grill and i don't know what it was but good shop completely sold me uh you can choose from over 70 high quality cuts 100% grass-fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet mignon, free-range and organic chicken breast, pork tenderloin, thick-cut bacon. Uh, they also have wild-caught seafood, salmon, Pacific cod, scallop, shrimp, and more. Tom, have you had this? No, this is good stuff, guys. Um, I've had it all, and I want more. I mean, that's the easiest way to say it. Yeah, it's, uh, I really am. When I get these boxes, I get so excited because I know I'm going to be fed for the week. And what's great is it doesn't cost a fortune for this great. You could have quality meats. 
Uh, Good Chops price per meal starts at just $3.74. And unlike a lot of companies, Tom, Good Chops sources its meat and seafood exclusively from American farms and fisheries, so you can support local family farms and independent ranchers right here in the U.S. The products are vacuum-sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want, just like I do. Good Shop especially prides itself on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. No artificial ingredients, only the good stuff. And, you know, they're so they're so confident in this product, as am I and Tom here, uh, that they offer 100% money-back guarantee here. So love Good Shop or get your money back. This stuff's the real deal. If you want delicious meats or seafood, this is the place. Good Shop. Go to goodchop.com slash talkville120 and use code talkville120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code at talkville120 at goodchop.com slash talkville120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash talkville120 code talkville120. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Dot com slash talkville. So Lana tries romanticizing the scenario, but Clark seems like he could care less. Lana gets angry and then asks Clark to keep the secret. He asks what she wants from a high school coach anyway. And after telling her that he changed, he forcefully gives her a kiss. Lana punches him and storms out. This might be the strongest Lana that has come across in the show so far. Her voice, her demeanor, uh, uh, also uh, creepy Lionel kissing high school girls. If you think about it, oh. creepy Lionel. Ugh. Old CL. The next day, Martha goes to visit her son, ex-employer Lionel. Oh. She's uncomfortable being there, but she was told it was about the safety of Clark. And Lionel tells her about the Freaky Friday occurrence. And I love this scene. Martha tells him he's sick in the head, but Lionel starts retelling vivid memories that only Clark would know. This convinces that was Martha, sweet. who then gets the 411 on the whole Koachi Stone scenario before leaving to get help. This was... This was great. Great Glover and great O'Toole just duking it out with acting blows. Yeah, like John yeah. like somehow made his eyes doughier. Like he was really like it, it, Mom and then, just, and like then I did this and then you I ran back and I told you. Yeah. And, and like the fact that he I mean could it be like a little bit of a stretch? Yes, but uh I mean I think it's just like watching him do Tom as I've said before. There you go again. I, I love it. I totally agree. And and one of the things that I do remember doing is when you watch his eyes, they're they're more open. 
Yeah. He's more, he, there's one of the things about playing Lionel, Lionel is about power. Oh, Lex, my son. He doesn't answer your question. He moves the story forward. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't ask any questions. He's, it's all power. It's, it's all, all power. to him. It's all important. Whatever and is then, important to him. Right. And then when you see him with Annette, Annette is such a, as we always talk about, such a force as well. Like, I wish I was there to watch this scene happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be a little fly on the wall. Back in Smallville, Lex gets a visit from Clark and has no issue letting the miner pillage his vintage scotch collection. Clark pokes at Lex for being a Nepo baby. Nepo? Nepo. Nepo. Hmm. What's that? Nepo baby. It's the new term to describe kids who are whose parents are actors who are now acting. A Nepo baby? Yeah. Uh, nepotism? Yeah. Oh, Nepo baby. Gotcha. But Lex senses something is not right. Clark demands that he return the $57 million that was stolen. Lex responds by reaching for a gun, but Clark super speeds in, starts choking him out, and during the attack, Lex finally realizes that Clark may be his father. But before it can go further, Clark drops to the floor as we see Martha standing over him with kryptonite rock. As Martha goes to help, Clark super speeds away. Did you want, did you want Lex at any point watching this, Ryan, to be like, Clark, are you my father? <laughs> Join me <laughs> in the dark side of rule forever. <laughs> he kind of wanted it, right? I also felt like if I re when I remember shooting this stuff, I remember it taking all so long. Maybe because I was it's so invested. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then it's edited down to to seconds. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna work you yeah, to death, right. and then we're gonna air. We're gonna put like two minutes of this in. I think you're right. Do you yeah. think Clark can even get drunk, or does the booze have no effect on him, Tom? It does not have an effect on him because Red Clark doesn't. Yeah, because he, he doesn't, you don't have any Achilles yeah. other than kryptonite, so alcohol won't affect you. Nothing will affect you. Yeah, in fact, if I were to play this character again, I would take that drink as Lionel and be like, this isn't doing anything. I would put it down. Yeah, and go, what is this shit? But, this is why I don't need this. Martha frantically calls yeah. home to warn Jonathan, but Clark interrupts their call and starts throwing his father around the kitchen. Clark stops strangling his father when Edgar calls the Kents to leave a voicemail telling Clark that something else came up in his research and he needs to see Clark, Lionel Clark, as soon as possible. Lionel Clark doesn't see this as suspicious and heads to the prison. Uh, this scene was really cool. Uh, it, you know, it feels like the first time anything crazy has happened in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Nothing really <laughs> has happened in the kitchen. Besides someone dropping a tray, I of just cookies. have a note here that yeah. when Martha shows up with the green kryptonite, and they do a they do a shot of the floor. Do you realize? Do you see how dirty the floor is? Oh, I'm sure they never clean that in the floor. mansion. It's so dirty. No. In their meeting, Edgar tells Clark that the transference is temporary and that he will eventually turn back to Lionel. Clark learns that potentially or murdering Lionel can make the switch permanent. Shortly after, we see Lionel walking around cautiously inside prison until the same guy who jumped him before pulls him aside. He whips out a shank and the two guys start Rick. fighting. Lionel kicks the guy's ass, sending the prison into an all-out riot tune of Jimmy Eat World. Amidst the chaos, Lionel sees Clark. The two men meet in the middle of the brawl. Clark begins to lift up Lionel and choke him out, but in a Game of Thrones-esque move, Lionel drops the stone from his arm, grabs it with his hand, and touches it against Clark's, causing them to re-switch bodies. Lionel realizes he is once again caged as Clark speeds away in a puff of smoke. What was that? It's fucking cool is what it was. It was <laughs> cool. The next day, back in his right mind in flannel shirt, Clark starts picking up the pieces literally and figuratively after what Lionel did. 
Clark confesses to his parents about being drawn to these artifacts, unable to resist their calling. And back in jail, Lionel receives great news during a checkup with his doctor that his liver is miraculously disease-free. It looks like we'll have Lionel Luther around for a little longer. Which is the opposite of what happened to Jonathan Kent. Yes. So somebody gets powers and gets better. Somebody gets powers and gets worse. Lionel yeah. inadvertently killing him. Clark's powers. Maybe. Maybe it has everything to do with... Cal L's powers and versus Joros. Yeah, some things you cannot control. Sometimes your abilities are disabled. I don't know what I'm saying. What? Uh, that sounded freakishly the- good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> the next day at school, Clark apologizes to Chloe. She brushes off his attempt, tells him to go seek this- psychological help because he's acting like a crackhead. Betterhelp.com/slash/talkville. A- Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good scene. Yeah. And it parlays into uh like Kristen as well. It's, it's like a you know, there's three three actors in it. I really enjoyed this because they're both such great actresses. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And Clark's just like, I don't know what you either of you are talking about. Yeah, and he you doesn't played remember. it great. He wasn't there for it. Uh, yeah. And there's consequences for once, like for, after a body change thing. Like, I think there's like, there's like actual consequences. Yeah, for like, once. Every, otherwise, it's just like, oh, I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't shoot a gun in a, in a locker room. Everybody's mad at him. He lost his football scholarship oh, shot. Like, it's, yep. yeah. After they finish their combo, Lana takes a crack <laughs> at him. Clark learns about Lana and Jason being a couple. After this heartbreak, Clark heads over to Luther Mansion to apologize to Lex. He gets greeted by a pistol in question to confirm his identity, which I really loved. That was great. No, tell me something right now. And he's like, uh, and he gives him the answer of what he said to his yeah. father. By the way, what a cool said. gun. Yeah. Do you see that gun? Yeah, that the barrel. Four, oh, yeah. Four barrels on it. What is that thing? <laughs> the other uh, dead giveaway is he's wearing plaid. Yeah. <laughs> and he's ditched the purple shirt and khakis. Yeah. Clark's life got wrecked this episode. Tarnished relationships with Lana, Chloe, Jason, and Lex, even though, you know. The episode ends with Lex uh, getting Edgar out of prison for his wrongful conviction. As he leaves, he's greeted by Bridget Crosby, who receives the Stone of Power from him. So the Luthers are working with the Swans? Huh. Hmm. I don't know. It also makes me wonder, it also makes me wonder what the next episode's going to be like. Clark just, like, literally blew up every relationship he had. Like what's what's the next episode gonna be? I, I can't I wait. I actually don't know. I I'm excited. It. I can't wait to see what what uh, Clark's gonna it'll do. It'll probably it'll probably have nothing to do with this episode at all. Oh, you're it'll so just right. be a reset. You're so right. It will. Oh. Yeah, they'll never discuss anything that happened. That's typical yeah. Smallville. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. No, let's not bring it up. All right. Interesting things of note. Interesting things of note. This marks the fourth time that he has lost his abilities. Leech, Perry, Asylum. Edgar notes that he was framed for embezzling a Princeton University account, possibly Lionel's doing, as Princeton University is his alma mater. Although Lionel was in Clark's body at the time, this marks the first time that he and Lana have been depicted interacting with each other. When Lionel oh. asks Clark, hugs Martha, whom Lionel has long expressed attraction towards, he accidentally triggers Clark's heat vision, much like how Clark first accidentally triggered heat vision while thinking about sex in heat. Remember that? Yep. Heat. Yes, sir. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers. I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. 
What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And now it's time for the hotline, folks. Your questions, our answers, however brief. We love you. Thanks for calling the hotline. And uh, make sure you get your questions in early. But let's start it out right now. Uh, Bryce, help us out here. Let's let's talk to Ken the Limerick guy. Hi, guys. Ken the Limerick guy from Williamsburg, Virginia. The prison riot in Transference is one of the most awesome fight scenes I have ever seen. I'm wondering how long they took to choreograph and rehearse that scene and how many of those guys were stuntmen and how many were extras. Tom, you already answered that 18 hours to shoot that scene, but how many were stuntmen? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, anybody who made contact with anybody who was a stunt guy, everybody else were, were probably, uh, background actors and, but it was a full, it was a full on thing. I remember just not even being on camera a lot, but just being there in case they needed you. Like it was a long, it was a big day. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that question. That was a good question. Next question. Tom and Michael, this is Joe from Melbourne, Australia. My question is about uh, season four, Transference. Um, Tom, how did you prepare for this episode, especially for your scenes with Martha, that those would have been uncomfortable? Just wondering if you had to get into a different headspace. Um, thanks, guys, for doing the podcast. Love you both. Bye. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Tom, um, you answer that. I have, to, I have to go. He's getting a cold plunge delivered. Oh, he's doing that? Yeah. My buddy just got one delivered. He's like got his feet. To his knees into it, he's he can't get fully into it yet. I'm not really? a cold plunge guy. Like I, I've tried it. It's ugh, my body wants to die. I think the max you're ever supposed to be in it is three minutes. I'll take sauna. It takes a while to build up to I that. I want the sauna. Basically, what you're doing is you're terrifying your body. Yeah, and and that releases things. Like I get that, but like that's when someone throws you into a lake that's been covered in ice. A lot of my preparation going to Transference was reference um, to a movie, and I've talked about this in the past, of um, Face Off with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. And one of the things they do is they establish mannerisms between the two very quickly, and then when they reverse uh, personalities, they, they reestablish those so, they, so you know what's going on. Um, in watching this episode, I didn't really see that be all that effective, but I did see Clark or at least me as an actor being more free. And I appreciate what Ryan said earlier that made me feel good. Um, Cause I think I would have done things. This is one of those few episodes where like, I really would have done a lot of things differently looking back on it. And I don't feel that way a lot, um, but this one I would, but then Ryan's like, no, you did. You guys are both like, you did a great job. And I'm like, I just would change so much. It just, it's so crazy. We both liked it. So you need to know. Hey guys, season four, episode six, Transference. Clark gets caught between Lex and Lionel with the stone and he trades bodies. 
and Lionel gets to be Clark, Hart gets to be Lionel. I'm curious if you guys could speculate, what if Lionel had gotten his plan done correctly? What if he switched places with Lex? How do you think it would have played out? Anyway, thanks. You know who that is. You know that voice. That's our boy. That's that's our blonde hair don't care. Maybe that was the upgrade. Clark was the upgrade. Clark was the upgrade. If he had Lex, I think he would just like work it and continue move on. I don't know. But it's, it's one thing's for sure he doesn't love his son. Next question. Hi, guys. This is Carolyn from Springfield, Missouri. I just watched episode six, Transference, from season four. I know it is um, Tom Willing's favorite episode. Um, I just have to say, he did a fantastic job of acting as Lionel. And it's just weird. I don't understand how the switching of the bodies made Lionel heal 100% from his liver disease. Um, if you have any thoughts on that. Thanks. Bye. Well, I, I mean, it, I think what, what I think is he had a new take on life because he was the youth part of it. And then there was the heat vision and the super speed and all these other things that he, he wasn't um, maybe thinking would happen. But then we'll see in the, probably in the next episode that he probably forgets the whole thing. You know what's amazing is I feel like he just like as corrupt and malevolent and ill-natured whatever everything was just amplified like it's just like when he got this it was like oh i could do this now i can oh now i'm really unstoppable now i could do whatever i want to anyone and it shows you it was so palpable the 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 evil the prowess the the the, with the younger girls and the everything was just disgusting he was just like it was uh you saw how well, bad he could, someone could be. I also think the writers did a good job of putting in there that he has to kill the other one in order to, con- to continue to be this because he could have just like taken off. You know what I mean? In the last episode, we saw Flash. He could have just bolted and been Clark forever. But the writing was good. It kept him, it kept him compelled, I guess. All right, next question. Hi, Tom, Michael, and Ryan. This is Jordan from Kansas. I'm calling about episode 406, Transference. Um, my question is for Tom. What was your process like for approaching this new-to-you-yet-established character of Lionel Luther? I think you delivered one of your best performances, at least this far into the show. Your mannerisms and expressions were so spot-on, so I'd love to hear about how you tapped into this character. Uh, did you find it more challenging or perhaps natural since at this point you had a few years to observe John Glover playing Lionel? Um, and maybe did the two of you have any discussions about the character prior to filming? Jeez. Thank you. Bye. Wow. Um, what we, a question. Great, great question. By the way, that's like six questions. But um, <laughs> it is. But <laughs> um, well, here we go. But it, 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 no, it brought something up to mind. Like I think I would, I would do things differently now. I probably would have go to the other actor and and try to work on something together. But. I remember being terrified and completely confident in the same time because that's, I was terrified as an actor, but I had to be completely confident as Lionel. You know what I mean? Like, and Clark's never like that. So it was a very like exhilarating experience, which is why I think when I, people ask me a favorite episode, it's this one because I just remember being like firing on all cylinders, being terrified and confident at the same time, like I love it. going into battle, I guess. I yeah, don't know. Well said. All right. You want to do another question there, Bryce? Hey, guys. It's Leanne P., your patron from Sacramento, calling about transference in season four. So as I was watching this episode, I was wondering, 
if any of y'all, and yes, Ryan, I am including you, if any of y'all could trade places with anybody on the planet, who would it be and why? Thanks, guys. Think Bye. Ryan's got to go first. Come on. Trade places with anybody on the planet? And you can't say Trump, even though in the last episode he was brought up like nine times. Can I say oh, Jennifer man. Lawrence's husband, but just for a day? <laughs> Was that wrong? You can. Is that wrong? You no. no. I can say that. That's fine. It's a compliment, <laughs> That's right? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Has she been on your podcast? No, but I love her. I just think she's so freaking funny. She cracks me up, and she's gorgeous. And uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I got it. Who? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, because then you could be. Well, I mean, it, Blake Lively. I, well, that, that's 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 a bonus. Yeah. But then, like, you, you guys are all wanting to be somebody <laughs> who can be with somebody else. No, I think. Look, I think he's got a lot of good stuff going on. He's got the soccer team. He's got the. Uh, he's got all these companies. He's got the acting. He's got muscles. He's Canadian. He's nice. He's funny. That'd be fun. Yeah, I honestly don't want to become anybody else. As bad as my life can be sometimes <laughs> and as horrible as I can feel and my mind's all out there, I still want to try and be the best version of myself. And and you know, and, and I'm working on it. But like I don't I wouldn't want to trade. Screw that. I don't want to be Ryan. I don't want to be I don't want to be anybody. Not even for No, the game. but it's so funny you said it because it, it brings to mind for me like imagine the catch up game. Like if if we put you in somebody else's body. That's true. You have all of those things. Go- like you have no history in that body. Like, how would you just? It, it, it you're better off just being able to choose someone to tell to do what you want them to. If do. I could be me and take someone's <laughs> body who has no pain and feels really good health wise, right. I would do yeah. that and still be me. <laughs> but would I get his looks? It depends. I mean, health is wealth. But that's that's the health thing. is wealth. You have to suddenly know all of the things that they already know. And like, and that, like, it's basically and the premise of the episode. Like a second-rate Ryan Reynolds, anyway. I'm sort of like the B version I've always, of Ryan Reynolds. We, everybody says that. We're all saying that. I everybody. don't yeah. think Ryan Reynolds needs our help. No, no. he doesn't. Well, by the way, he follows me on Twitter, along with 1.5 thousand other people. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, why don't we do one more question, Bryce? Rosie, that was Tom one of the best questions. I love that. It's Nathan from Boston, Massachusetts, calling about season four, episode six. Transferring. I wanted to know, Tom, with regards to your portrayal of Lionel, was there anything that you took from that performance that informed your future performances? I noticed from that point on, your choices became a lot more deliberate, and I wanted to commend you, man. It was a great episode overall. Wow. I loved every moment of it. Two and a half roses. Absolutely love y'all. Thank you very much for the podcast. God bless. You rock. Thank buddy. you. That's very nice of you to say. Thank and that's you. a very good question because one of the things I learned in Transference is you have to know. You have to know who your character is. You act, you actually know have to know who you are in order to play something different. And you have to look a little deep for that. If you don't know who you are, you can't be someone else. You can fake it, but in order to perform it, um, that was something I took away and I've and I think I've it helped me character characterize. Is it character is it character discovery? Like, how would you say when you're looking at a character, character discovery, it, yeah. it helped me in that way. Does that make any sense? Yeah, character yeah. discovery. Like, you you know, you sort of discover things about your character uh, that, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah like, but you have to know what you are in order to know what you're not so you can play the other. Yeah. I think that's what's funny is like it was watching you discover things you had already been doing for four years on a show already. 
Like, oh, really? Like, because you, like, it, it, we were looking at Tom Willing, Clark, uh, and, but, you know, uh, how do I explain this? Yeah. Like, we already know that Clark, we've seen Clark do these things. And then for Clark to stand there and go, I can do that. It was really funny to watch you sort of figure uh, that yeah. out and then, like, sort of figure out your own character that you had already been doing. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Here we go. International cool. folks. Heidi, Tom, do you remember from John's point of view what sort of prep went in his role in this episode? No, you don't because you want your separate ways. You told me that. He tried to do as little as possible, right? I mean, the, I mean, the story is uh, I was supposed to be at work at, at 4.30 in the afternoon and I got a call at 10.30 from James Marshall saying, can you come to the prison where we're shooting? And I was like, no, why? I don't, I'm not supposed to be there until later this afternoon. He goes, John's here and he's in... Um, the quote unquote lockdown and he wants to talk to you. So I went to set and I talked to John Glover and he goes, how do you, how are you, how would you do this? And I said, I would stand here. I would look around and I showed him what I would do. And he was like, how do you not do nothing? <laughs> Cause he's such an active performer. He's <laughs> how like, do you do nothing? How do you not do nothing? Not do nothing. Oh my God. It was very confusing for John. And it, I mean that in the most beautiful way. And I, we've, him and I have discussed this as well. He says it's one of the hardest things he's ever done is playing Clark because Clark doesn't do anything. He's not active. Yeah. He's he's reactive. So anyway. Sophie, do you guys know if he, uh, if it had always been planned for Lionel to be healed after the switch body thing? Uh, I, I No one knew. I didn't know. I don't think anybody else knew. I don't think. Maybe Glover knew. I, I don't know. Uh, I doubt it. Uh, Rosenbaum rating. And now, uh, Rosenbaum rating. I'm going to go another Rosen half on this one. Maybe even, you know, maybe it was pretty fun. A Rosen half for me, Ryan? I got to give it a two. 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 Tom? Funny, but I, I still think it's one of my favorites. I'm going to go two and a half. All right. Going, Good. Going you two should. Your performance yeah. was great. I thought, I thought it was great. Thank you. You know, I, you know what? I might even go two. Let's go two with me. I felt two. <laughs> I do. I feel like it's a two. It was better than the other episode. Death and save count. How many Death people got saved? Count. How many people died? Zero dead. Two save. Clark swaps cures. Swap cures. Lionel. Clark's swap. Clark swap cures Lionel's <laughs> disease. Martha saves Lex. Through six episodes, three deads, 13 saved. Series 95 dead, 116 mm. saved. Ryan's favorite scene. Ryan's favorite right. And for you, Tom, scene. I will give everything the equal inflection. I will, I will do this. <laughs> I'm sorry you felt wronged last time. Here we go. Okay. Uh, all right. Scene one is Lionel Clark figuring out he can lift the tractor. Scene two is Clark Lionel talking to Martha. And scene Wait, Clark Lionel talking to Martha? And, and figuring out that when Martha figures out that the body switch out. Oh, when they're, she's in prison? Yes. Okay. And scene when three. When Clark smells her hair, yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, no, the the one in the prison. The, when, the one in the prison. Oh, the prison one. Oh. Okay. Uh, and then scene three is the prison brawl all the way to the end. Oh. Well, you know, to the end of the prison brawl. There's like two th prison brawl. There's a lot of good options in this episode. I'm going to you know, go. We, a couple, remember a couple episodes ago where you just didn't have any favorite scenes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're yeah. Like, I just, this, this was a I'm going to go with. Weeks. What was the first one again? Uh. Lionel Clark figuring out he can lift the tractor. I'm going to go with um, Martha and Jonathan in the prison. Or, and uh, Martha and um, Lionel in the prison. That's what I was going to do. All right. What, what is it? Oh, the prison brawl. Prison brawl. Both of us wouldn't have chosen really? that shit. 
I, it was it was cool. I mean, it was like there was there was a lot All going right. on, and then like the the transfer at the end, I thought was really cool. And yeah, the the rock drop, the slow and then motion walk, the slow the motion eyes, drop, you know. open up shop, rough rider, whoa, <laughs> open up shop. <laughs> That's it for the episode. Stick around yeah. next week as we get superstitious and talk about season four, episode number seven, Jinx. Take the discussion online. Let us know your thoughts in the episode over on our socials at Talkville Podcast or at Talkville Pod. Talkvillepodcast.com if you want to check out some crazy cool merch. And join Patreon to help the podcast, to help us. Patreon.com slash Talkville. Uh, more info like merch from the show or our hotline number can all be found in the description. And uh, Tom, why don't you say the big line? Well, I just feel like heading into the next episode, which I don't have, like it's called Jinx. I feel like we should call Al when we next time because we haven't called Maybe Al we in should. a while. I think that's a and good I'll, idea. let's see if he remembers an episode called Jinx. All right, it's now say uh, say our, our tagline. Always hold on to Smallville. Thank you. We love you guys. Thanks. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right. Well, we're here again because of you, the patrons. Top tier patrons get their name shout out. Tom, I always love giving our uh, our friends shout outs because they deserve it. I mean, they do, and I and I love it, especially at the cons, and we see we see them out in the wild, so to speak. You know, I'm always like, "What's your handle?" You I know, because we get to say it. It's fun. Mickey G, Leanne P, Raj C, Santiago M, Little Lisa, Thomas, the Leaf Blower, Shane W, Sophie M, Betsy D. Abby P, Ray Harada, Karen Apple M, 99 more, Lalani N, Brett G, always hold on to Smallville. Estevan G, Garrett W, Bob K, Kimberly L, Tom N, Jason W, Osama A, Glinda, the Good Witch P, uh, Lana Rams with Banana W, got you there, uh, Nancy D, Brian G, Sarah W, YVR Grips, better known as Vancouver. Anna M, Amanda R, Teddy127, Michael P, Theo M, Ryan R, Jordan M, Randy B, Craig G, Karen P, Jorel, Heather and Greg, thank you for your questions. I made talk, I made talk Phil say butts. Brian H, Eric K, Kristen B, Danine W, Stephanie K, I'm on a roll, Darth Achilles, Finky, Early is on time, and damn, who's that? Damn, who's that? Jeanette E, Deadvid, General Zod, Theodore. Big D, Doug R, Carlos C, Tommy Z, Boston 68, Ken the Limerick Guy, Corey L, Mr. Home Arcade, Jesse C, Claire M, D Brown, Karen Neri M, Jules M, Eldon Supremo, Leslie V, McBurts, good question, Ginger Moose, Christoph S, Michelle M, Drew, Michael Kane doesn't blink, 
Sebastian F., Sourpuss Cranky Pants, Matthew and Lincoln B., the Coopers, you can't forget the Coopers, or Mary and Louise L., CGO, Cindy C., Nikki L., Shannon, Faux, Fannin, Tina E., Matt Rick, uh, Jen T., Randy S., Cassie B., Brad A., Felicia R., Danny M., J.S., and Rachel D. Ginger Prime and Nate, Uh, Gingerous Prime and Nate D. Yeah. Got it. When you're rich, you're not crazy. You're eccentric. Chicken flower, Sammy Sharman. Okay. <laughs> Carrie Ann, the Alexander Kessel. Daryl E. Charlene A. Spicy chicken, the only way to have it. Jenny B. Anna B. Monica T. Tom is my hall pass. Okay. <laughs> uh, Janime C. Batman's boxer briefs. I bet they're black. Don't you think they're black? Yes. Samuel Daddy M. Cameron R, Eric M, Jeffrey K, Tony K. I'll let you do the next one. Tony K, Pip Kinnaby, Katya C, previously on Smallville, Cheru S, Geneva D, Janae, Geneva, yeah, Matt C, Rosie H, Rosie H, Depro, Sejal, and Devon, or Sejal. I think it's Depro, Sejal, and Devon, Chadwick B, Keith B. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. We love you, and we'll see you next time.